Hi and welcome to Spiritual Link Podcasts, a podcast about how developing spiritual well-being can help you in your daily life and how that can enhance confidence in who you are and what you are. The podcast is hosted by Ines and Tor. Ines is a development medium with over 30 years of experience in the field and Tor has been working with her since 2013. In this episode, Ines and Tor talk about the power of meditation and self-healing. You can support us by sharing an episode on your social media channels, subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review. Remember, you can always find us on at Spiritualinko on Instagram. Good morning, Ines. Good morning, Tor. How are we feeling today? Pretty good, yes. I think uh, I might have a bit of hay fever or something. I'm not a hay fevery person, but uh, I, I feel sort of blocked up. Yeah. And um, I don't have a headache or, you know, flu type of things. Hmm. So I'm I'm hoping it's uh, all the little flowers coming out. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. I mean, yeah. I was able to be out in shorts and T-shirt this week, which was wow. great. Yeah, that wow. is great. That is great, isn't it? Although I was also thinking yesterday, I was like, oh, I think I might need to move somewhere where there's like about 20 degrees all the year round. Because yeah. it's just, I mean, I do like winter and I do like the changing seasons yes. and whatever. But I mean, I was sitting in my bedroom yesterday working and I was like, this is so nice. It has an edge. <laughs> it, it does yeah. have an edge. Warm weather has its edge, yeah. So I was thinking like, where can I move in Europe where it's like 20 degrees all year round? Um, <laughs> and Spain, Spain yeah. Portugal. Yeah. But you have to be careful. Sometimes they have a, a cold winter. Yeah. No, that's the thing. So my a friend of mine also suggested Malta. Malta is good. That's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. So we'll yes. see. Maybe, maybe when I'm like properly set up in life, I might just take the boat and move to Spain, basically. Yes. I also quite like Spain. Like live in Barcelona, for example. Be exactly. Quite nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we'll or see. the outskirts. Maybe. And yeah. then go to Barcelona sort of, yes. Yeah, maybe one day. I don't know, because it's just so nice. It is so nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, it's, it's warm. Yeah. It's pleasant. It is warm and pleasant. You can walk yes. in T-shirts and whatever. Yes. So um, what are we covering this week, Ines? Well, um, I'm going to start with a question, actually. Have you asked yourself the question, whoever's listening, why you wish to meditate or draw close to the power of spirit within and around you? What has drawn you close to it? And it's a question actually worth contemplating on. Is it because Susie next door is doing it? Or, or perhaps the doctor's telling you to relax and move close to meditation? Um, uh, before I go on, I just want to say that we always tend to come back to meditation. This is a spiritual link. It is the development of the spiritual self. It is the development of all of the gifts that are available to us as human beings. But in order to achieve that, whichever area anybody wishes to, to cover, which we easily can, the basis is still a quiet mind. So the meditation is still the foundation of the spiritual link of anything that we want to do. Everything we do, regardless, is to enhance the quality of our physical life, of what we're doing, or the situation we're in. So motivation, say, towards meditation or enlightenment, as I mentioned, is as individual as the fingerprints on our hands. No to our like, and no motive is better or worse than the next. The need, the desire, or the want to meditate and move towards spirit 
has to be a genuine need from within ourselves because any hesitation or reflection on our part will automatically weaken the power of, uh, of your mind. It is the power of soul. It is the power of ourself. Martial arts is a very good example of total commitment and concentration. And no less is needed in the art of meditation. As I said last week, meditation is considered a discipline. Martial arts is also a discipline. But meditation is, is the cornerstone of development, anything you wish to do. So if the concentration in martial arts is not there, and the hesitation is but a split second within the mind, so the full force of the hand will never sever the layers of tiles, but will sever the hand. In meditation, the total energy of self is being brought forward in a single stroke of concentration. And that total energy, which is what concentration is, is energy. We can direct or redirect towards our attitude. I'm too shy, I'm too aggressive. Physical abilities, hidden abilities. Even towards the mundanest of issues. This is really a mundane one. Money, success, virility. Spots, I'm now talking about spots which are complexion are often caused by, uh, by stresses and so on and so forth. Because meditation and the power within us is physical. And the issues that were mentioned are all physical. Meditation is and can be what you want and make of it, literally. I'm just thinking, I'm hesitating because I'm thinking of all the self-help books, nothing wrong, don't get me wrong, but there is no quick and easy way. Nobody has the entree to more success than the next. It is also comically linked. However, the meditation is often able to open the mind to the direction to, to create that success, either through monetary situations or through our own physical abilities. More often than not, Meditation has a stigma of spirituality, and indeed, it is used uh, for that by many who come close to spiritual awareness. I'm mentioning this because if you don't want spiritual awareness, you wouldn't be linking in. But if you talk to your friends about, oh, God, ooh, no, no, no. However, it's not necessary to move towards spirituality unless it is so desired by the participant because once more, we come back to the point of dealing with the physical and our individuality. And that is also so important, our individuality, being uh, content with who you are, what you are, uh, what you have, all of those things. But it is a long road and not an easy one. As we said before, no two people are like, but then no two meditations are like either or the paths towards meditation are not the same either. In other words, there, is, there can be no measuring stick as to how you are progressing. It's no use comparing yourself to someone else because the depth of meditation is entirely dependent upon what that person requires and is geared for, and that also links to our karma or path of life. So we come back to the various methods of concentration in order to find what suits you. We're not talking about a quick or a few easy steps towards meditation, but 
a process that is gradual and will strengthen in time from which you take your thoughts and motives and move with those thoughts and motives into the depth of time, your time to alter, to change, or to strengthen yourself, which is, again, it is a form of self-regression. But uh, what I've just mentioned a minute ago, I say this again, never judge yourself or compare yourself with others, but be yourself. Learn to accept what you are and what you have, and that too, this area of, of thought can be brought forward through meditation. We mentioned meditation and self, we're going to mention meditation and self-healing again, as they are so closely linked. From what we've just said, and the fact of self-healing, everything is geared towards the physical, okay? What are we helping? Our spirit? Of course not. Our spirit has its own designated path. But it is our body, of course, which needs to move through, the, through this life and our attitude of mind, which also leads us through life, which can then motivate and give us that reason for living, that spur. I think uh, Ukraine is a very good example, that spur. Very briefly, the force of self-healing is what you trigger yourself through meditation. That force that you're triggering is the kundalini, the base chakra, the color of red. It has to be moved from somewhere. And if the kundalini in this particular instance is not giving as much power as it should, or not triggering off all the works of the body. Therefore, there is a passive resistance. But then, but when that electrical force hits, it stimulates the Kundalini, which ex exudes, excludes more of the power and steps up the healing process within the natural functions of the body. Now, question, does the Kundalini diminish in power as you grow old? Age has nothing to do with it. The guides will also trigger off this healing process, karma permitting. It doesn't matter what way healing is giving, it is all self-healing. And what is triggered is the electrical force from self. Or if you need another force instead of meditation, so you go to healer to trigger off that force. So self-healing and everything we talk about and will talk about also has to come one way or the other. And of course, the majority of people do not meditate. So they, so how would they bring that, that force forward to do what they need? They then need to go to a healer in this instance. And that is why healers are in existence because they have been through the situation of opening themselves so that they can trigger enough force from their Kundalini to start that fire within yourself. It's like a jump lead on a car, as though one is using kindling wood to light the big fire. As was mentioned, not so, excuse me, long ago, meditation can round off the totalness of all of our lives. And that discovery within ourselves is as vast as the outer regions of the universes. Can you imagine how exciting we really are? What exciting specimens we are. So meditation is a cornerstone of your spiritual awareness of anything you wish to do. And it also easily spills over to the mundaneness of life, 
of money, existence, our attitude, our virility, uh, controlling some of our some of the aspects of our of our health. So anyway, we're great, we're amazing, but remain true to yourself and respect who and what you are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I couldn't agree more. I think the meditation has been a <clears throat> has been a saving grace in so many in so many situations. And yeah, just gotta meditate, yeah. people. Yeah. And allow that because it's 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 it only all it costs is time, right? Because it's completely free. Right. That's right. Uh, time is something that we cannot buy. Yeah. How often have have you and I heard? Oh, if I only had. Uh, could say goodbye once more if I only could only hug somebody once more. Mm. Usually, when it's too late. Usually, when it's too late. We take people for granted. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think people realize the healing power of meditation and so much yes. it can do for do for individuals over time. Absolutely. I think the important thing is, even though it, it may not uh, cure or, or bring about a result that we have in mind, what it will always do is to help the mind to accept the situation they are in because it's mm. karmic, it has to happen. But by doing that and getting on with it, very often the page of karma can turn yeah. and they might find that things will get better again Yeah, because exactly. they move through it. Yes. Yeah. This is about how you respond to that karmic path, right? And meditation yes. can help you improve how you respond to that karmic path. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Very, very mm. true. Thank you so much, Ines, as always. That was very so welcome. enlightening. <laughs> That's right. That's enlightening. <laughs> as always. And uh, we will see you all back here again next week. Yeah, brilliant. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spiritual Link, the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or wanted to explore a topic even further, please reach out on our Instagram account at Spiritual Inco. <clears throat>